Hi, friends. Happy Magical Monday. I'm TJ. And I'm Courtney. And you're listening to another episode of the Wish Upon a Sparks podcast. Yes, we're so glad that you're here. So glad that you're here. Courtney, what are we talking about today and who is on here with us? Today we are talking about the Lion King and we have two of our friends on with us. We have Wes and Michelle. Woo! Yay! are here they are here so keeping with tradition you guys got to answer the question that everybody does it's super lame but we started it and we're keeping with it <laughs> so we're gonna ask you guys a fun fact about yourself Wes we'll start with you what is a fun or interesting fact about yourself thought long and hard about this one um probably that I have synesthesia so I can like see colors like when I listen to songs and different that's things beautiful. like that beautiful I remember you telling me about yeah. that last time I came over that yeah beautiful. I think you have that too I do yeah I do pretty that dope beautiful though Thank you, thank you. What's your favorite color to see when you're like playing music, or what's the most co- color you see the most often? I guess I would say probably like purple and blue. Surprisingly, yeah, yeah. that's really crazy because me too. Really? Yes, it's, yeah. it's normally it's like it's like it's like um, those very like cool colors. Mm-hmm. Like every now and then I'll cool see colors. like a, like a maroonish color, but it's usually like purple and blue. Literally same. Yeah. Crazy. I love that. I love that too. That's awesome. Creative. I should have went first. Yeah. <laughs> <That's not cool. laughs> you are cool, babe. Thanks. Right. Well, mine is that I've never broken a bone ever. That's amazing. I love yeah. that. I love that. I've same. actually broken someone's bone. Oh, but same. <laughs> All right. Story time. It was just in a softball game. I threw the ball too hard and she didn't catch it. So it hit her face. You threw it <laughs> so hard that you broke someone's face. Well, it hit her nose and oh, okay. you she broke, broke her nose. nose. Yeah. It's okay. unfortunate. Interesting. I did not know you played softball. I did. Yeah. What well, position? that could be my fun fact. That's also fun. Um, shortstop and pitcher. I bet you were amazing. Thanks. It was a lot of fun. Were you good? Yeah, okay. I was. She does have an arm on her. It was fun. <laughs> no, I've been playing since I was like four. I mean, I wanted to go for college, but didn't yeah. have like a nice coach that, you know, helped. But it's it okay. Helped. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we're not, we're not going to be bitter about it. Yeah. Um, that's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. I never knew that about you. Super, super fun. You could have been, could have been a pro. I could have been. Oh, Would have been rolling in dough. I could have been a stay-at-home daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's Wes's takeaway. Right. All right. Well, cool. We'll go ahead and kick it off with a plot summary, and then we'll dive into this, um, to this episode. So, Courtney, why don't you kick us off with a plot summary? Okay. In the Pride Lands of Africa, a pride of lions rule over the kingdom of Pride Rock. King Mufasa and Queen. How do you say her name? Great question. Zorabi. Zorabi. Okay, thank you so much. Um, Their newborn son, Simba, is presented to the gathering animals by Rafiki, the mandrill. Um, The kingdom's shaman and advisor, Mufasa's younger brother, Scar, covets the throne. After Simba grows into a cub, Mufasa shows him the pride lands and explains the responsibilities of kingship and the circle of life, which connects all living things. One day, Simba and his best friend Nala explore an elephant graveyard where the two are chased by three spotted hyenas named uh, Shinzi, Bonzi, and Ed. Is, is it Shinzi? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Ed's my favorite. Mufasa. <laughs> so stupid. He's so stupid. <laughs> Mufasa is alerted by his uh, maj- majordoma and hornbill Zazu. I don't know why they use these weird names. Right? Zazu and rescues the cubs. Though disappointed with Simba for disobeying him and putting himself in all in danger, Mufasa forgives him and explains that the, the great kings of the past watch over them from the night sky, from which he will one day watch over Simba. Scar, 
um, Mufasa's brother, having planned the attack, visits the hyenas and convinces them to help him kill both Mufasa and Simba in exchange for hunting rights in the Pride Lands. Scar sets a trap for Simba and Mufasa, luring Simba into a gorge and having the hyenas drive a large herd of wildebeest into a stampede to trample him. Mufasa saves Simba but winds up hanging from the gorge's edge. He begs for Scar's help, but Scar throws Mufasa back into the stampede to his death. Scar tricks Simba into believing that the event was his fault and tells him to leave the kingdom and never return. When Simba flees, Scar orders the hyenas to kill Simba, who manages to escape. Unaware of Simba's survival, Scar tells the pride that the stampede killed both Mufasa and Simba and steps forward as the new king, allowing the hyenas into the pride lands. After he collapses in a desert, Simba is rescued by two outcasts, a meerkat and warthog named Timon and Pumbaa, respectively. Simba grows up with his two new friends and their oasis, living a carefree life under their motto, Hakuna Matata, which means no worries in Swahili. Years later, an adult Simba rescues Timon and Pumbaa from a hungry lioness who turns out to be Nala. Simba and Nala fall in love, and she urges him to return home, telling him that the Pride Lands have become um, drought-stricken under Scar's reign. Still feeling guilty over Mufasa's death, Simba refuses and storms off. He encounters Rafiki, who tells Simba that Mufasa's spirit lives on in him. Simba is visited by the spirit of Mufasa in the night sky, who tells him that he must take his place as king. After Rafiki advises him to learn from the past instead of running from it, Simba decides to return to the Pride Lands. Aided by his friends, Simba sneaks past the hyenas at Pride Rock and confronts Scar. Scar taunts Simba over his supposed role in Mufasa's death and backs him to the edge of a rock where he reveals to Simba that he is the one who killed Mufasa. Enraged by the revelation, Simba retaliates and forces Scar to reveal the truth to the rest of the Pride. A battle breaks out in Timon and Pumbaa, Rafiki, Zazu, and the lionesses feed off the hyenas. Scar attempts to... <laughs> escape but is cornered by Zimbat a ledge near the rock oh my gosh this is a lot okay Scar attempts to escape but is cornered by Simba at a ledge near the top of Pride Rock Scar begs for mercy and blames his actions on the hyenas Simba spares Scar's life uh, but quoting what Scar told him long ago orders Scar to leave the Pride Lands forever Scar refuses and attacks his nephew, but after a brief battle, Simba throws him off the ledge to the ground below. Scar survives the fall, but the hyenas who overheard him betraying him attack and eat him. Yes, with Scar and the hyenas gone, Simba takes his place as king and Nala becomes his queen. With the pride lands restored, Rafiki presents Simba and Nala's newborn cub to the assembled animals, continuing the circle of life. And that's how it ends. Dun, dun, dun. All right, cool. So I will kick it to Michelle first. Um, what were your, like, initial feelings when you first watched this movie? Like, as a, as a kid, was this, like, a big movie of your childhood? I would think so, yeah. Yeah, you watched yeah. it a lot? I did. I watched it kind of – I have three older sisters. And, okay. Um, I watched it with them first, and then I'm a person that rewatches things if I really like it. So I watched it probably, like, ten times in, like, my childhood. And my sisters would turn it off because <laughs> of how annoyed they were. But I, love I loved it. I love that. That's super cool. Did you rewatch it um, like recently? Have you seen it recently? Yeah, I did. So how does it feel rewatching it? Like, you know, the nostalgia and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it brings back a lot of like old feelings, you know, yeah. like pride, obviously. Yeah. Um, but when I was watching it recently, 
it's very spiritual to me. Mm. Like, like the whole storyline is very, I love that depicts a lot of things about, you know, God and the father and yeah. the Holy spirit and the son. Like it was just like so apparent as I was watching, I was like, Oh my gosh, I've never seen it in this light. This I is love crazy. that. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I love that. What's what about you? Oh, oh, that's a, that's a good perspective. I never thought about it that way. Um, it was one of my favorite movies growing up. Um, I loved it. Just the creativity, um, feeling like I was in Africa watching this movie. Really? Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. (laughs) The iconic opener. um, Chills every time. Yeah, Yeah. every time. It it was just one of those great movies from the soundtrack to the animation. um, It's it's definitely a favorite. It was was a classic in, in my childhood. I definitely watched it way too many times as well. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I broke our VHS one time. That's so funny. For how many times I, feel I watched that. it. I love that you brought that up because I had it on VHS too. Yeah. And yeah. Um, so what's funny is, is like if I remember my childhood, I would say my favorite movie is, um, well, I would be like Toy Story because that's the one that I always remember being my favorite as an adult. Literally. But my sisters always tell me that, that was the Lion King was the movie yeah. similar to what you said where they would be like, please, I don't want to watch this movie again because when I was a little kid, I would just constantly want to yeah. watch it. Yeah. Um, Courtney, what about you? I do not love this movie. <laughs> She's okay. going to be the hot take of um, this. But I don't I don't remember ever loving it as a kid. Even as an adult when we watched it recently. I fell asleep when we tried to watch it the first time, so I had to rewatch it. Um, I mean, I think there's a lot you can take away from it, but I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know what it is about it. I just don't it doesn't hit right with me. So it's not something that I foresee myself continuing to rewatch in the future. It doesn't have the rewatchability for you. No. Yeah, I feel that. Not every movie is uh, always like that for everyone. Yeah. For me, it was similar to what you guys said. It just brings back nostalgia when I watched it. When I was a kid, it was one of my favorites. That's one of the reasons why we're doing it this month, because we did all the movies. Like that, I, I picked all the movies for this month. And Lion King was a huge movie for me. What's funny about Lion King, too, is um, it's not necessarily one that when I think of my favorite Disney movies that I think like, oh, that's my favorite. Mm-hmm. But it's one that I think impacted me a lot. Um, I think it was a movie that, like, the animation, the story always impacted me. Um, the music's always um, been very, uh, for lack of a better word, just insightful, impactful. Like, the, I think it was one of those, like, breakout movies where, like, you know, the soundtrack, you're just like, dang, like, this yeah. just really just makes the whole movie come alive. So sure. I really enjoyed rewatching it. We watched it a couple weeks ago. And, um, yeah, I brought back a lot of a lot of good memories of childhood. Um, I'm going to go off script a little bit here. Um, Michelle, I actually want you to share. So when you said you were seeing, like, the things that the movie kind of showed to you, like the spiritual sides, yeah. like, bring to light, like, what, what did it make you see? Like, sure. what did you see in that? I mean, I'll start with Mufasa. I feel like that was, like, the perfect picture of the father, you know? Like, mm-hmm. he's always there. He's strong, but, like, gentle. Yeah. And um, so good. there to fight for you, but also there to kind of reprimand you when you do wrong. Okay, I love that. Um, and Rafiki to me was like the Holy Spirit, you know, like just randomly he just was like there. And not the not, it's called banana. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you do not know then, who like, you are. Right. <laughs> he guided um, Simba to like the water and he was oh, like, yeah. That's a good um, I, it's not it's not my dad, it's just me. And yeah. he was like, well, you are a reflection of your dad. Oh, wow. And so, um, and then wow. like I thought of Simba as like us Christians, you know, like when Simba was little, um, he was like this, I'm going to be king. Nobody can touch me type of thing. And I feel like that's us when we first come into Christianity. We're like, yeah, I'm 
nothing can stop me. The devil can't beat me. And then something happened. You know, like life happens. You get yeah. knocked, the wind knocked out of you or you fall mm-hmm. down and yeah. you just get complacent. And that's what I felt like when he was with like Timon and Pumbaa. He was just like, I'm good. I don't want to be part of the fight. I don't, <laughs> I just want to chill. And then, um, you know, like when Nala found him and kind of yeah. guided him to have those questions, those doubts of like, well, who am I? What am I doing? Yeah. And it brought him back to his dad. And that's yeah. like us going back to the father and finding who we are and all that stuff. That's beautiful. Yeah, I love that. I really <laughs> do. Sure. That makes me see the movie totally differently. <laughs> and yeah. even as you were saying that, it kind of jog. It's like, it's like when he was a little cub, you know, it's like, you know, when we were, it's like having this kingdom and then like losing it. And then like, like sometimes we, a lot of us, like as Christians, I think we walk around as like Simba in the desert with Timon and Pumbaa yeah. and life's fun. Yeah. Like it's not unfun. But there's no purpose. There's no purpose. <laughs> and we're not living up to the true magnitude of what we're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dang, Michelle. That was awesome. I <laughs> that kind of wrecked me while I was watching it. Not Dang. <laughs> yeah. I love that. The scene um, with Rafiki and Simba, we're going to talk more about scenes later, but that scene where he like that whole looking at the, the yeah. water reflection scene is oh just like, gosh. like look closer. He's like, yeah. you, uh, that, this is a reflection of myself. He's like, yeah, but you are your father and your yeah. father is you. It's, mm-hmm. you know, it's all connected. It's beautiful. Yep. All right, cool. Courtney, I'm going to kick it to you first. Okay. <clears throat> first question. <laughs> Favorite character. I, I think Nala is my favorite character. Mm. Great take. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Also, I think probably Rafiki, and then just like a funny character is Ed. I think it's yeah. hilarious. Yeah, it's it so was funny. <laughs> Every time we say Ed, I'm just gonna say that it's so dumb. Ed's so dumb. He's like a crackhead. Yeah, yeah literally. Yeah, he is really. I love it. He's like he's yeah. like his mouth's closed, his tongue's always hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Cross-eyed and everything. Cross-eyed and everything. That's great. That's great. Yeah. Uh, Wes, what about you? I'm going to be basic here and say Simba. Yeah. The main character energy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I love that. I love that. Yeah. Michelle? I'm going to say Rafiki. Mm, he's so he's good. He's just so funny. He's so good. And he's and like... wise. Yeah. yeah. Very wise. Mm-hmm. I just love how like lighthearted he was. Like yeah. his laugh. When I heard it, I was it's, it's it made me laugh. contagious. Yeah. It is contagious. It's like so hearty. It's like from the bottom of his like stomach. But they also <laughs> added like that. It's like a human laugh with like the monkey laugh yeah, too, and exactly. so it just kind of just go and it just goes up. It's and his so, accent, was yeah. my favorite. Mm-hmm. Follow Rafiki. He know the way. He know the way. I love yeah. it. I love it so much. Um, it's funny that you say that because I am I'm actually a sucker for main characters. Most movies that we do, I always pick the main character because nice. I, I identify with 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 a lot of that. Yeah. Um, Simba's my favorite character too. Yeah. I see a lot of my like my life journey in him, mm-hmm. um, whether it be you know day to day life or even like my from my childhood to now. Like I see a lot of myself in Simba. Yeah. Um, Rafiki is like right there with him. Mm-hmm. I love Rafiki, mm. and then I really love Timon. I really love Timon. I like Pumbaa too, but like Timon is just so funny to me. Yeah. She was trying to eat us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, very he's sassy. Just, very sassy. Very like sad. him and Pumbaa together are just hilarious. It's like that Chihuahua energy, you know? Like he, he's yeah. just so small, but like wants yeah. to boss everybody around. He does. Yeah. He does. Um, this is kind of a lop question because movies like this is kind of easier to ask. But uh, Wes, I'll love it to you first. So, who's your least favorite character? I was thinking about this. I think I'll say Scar. I think I think this movie needs a villain because it creates the contrast. Mm. But I'll probably say Scar because you know that uh, that scene where Mufasa dies still gets me. I can't. It's watch just it. very I emotional. It. It's just so sad. Yeah. It is so sad. 
Like, how you gonna do the king like that? Hey, your own brother, homie. Yeah. <laughs> your own brother. Jealousy is a, a weak and a strong emotion at the same time. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good take. I like that. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, Courtney, what about you as your least favorite character? I would agree, and I would say also Scar. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. He's not it. He's not it. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle, what about you? Uh, mine's like kind of tied. I don't like Scar. Um, yeah. But I don't like like I feel like he's a punk. You know what he's I mean? He's a punk. Like, yeah. He never. Yeah. Other than like killing Mufasa, he didn't do anything. He had like other people do stuff. He's a coward too. Yeah. He was yeah. so like scared passive. of Mufasa. Yeah. 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 I'm like if you're like if you're gonna be a villain, be a villain. You know. Right. Yeah. Um, but I also don't really care for Zazu. He was so annoying. He is. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't really like I, him either. <laughs> That's, I don't that's like snitches. That's a, yeah. <laughs> that's a good take. You know what Zazie reminds me of? He has that same energy that, um, what's the crab in uh, Little Mermaid? Oh, my oh. Gosh, Sebastian. Yeah. Sebastian. Oh, Sebastian. Yeah, he has that same energy. Was, where, like that Scuttle. teacher's pet Scuttle's vibe. Scuttle's the sequel, never mind. Yeah. Yeah, Scuttle's great. Though. Scuttle's hilarious. Scuttle's hilarious. <laughs> um, Sebastian gives me that same vibe. It's like, eventually he comes around and he's mm-hmm. helpful and you're like, oh, okay, I guess yeah. you're okay. Like at the beginning of the movie, like even that thing when he's like, um, he's singing back and forth. He's like, says something about being the king, and then Zaz is like, "Not yet." Yes. Yeah, he's yeah, just yeah. he's Come such on, a man. downer. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you. I think my least favorite is also Scar. I want to say the hyenas, but I kind of like them. Yeah, like they're just they're kind of funny, and they, yeah, what they do to Mufasa is despicable. But they're also kind of manipulated by Scar's like mm-hmm. scheming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's like you can't fault them. They're just yes men. They're just yes men. Yeah, and then they were the ones that actually take Scar out in the end, which is kind of I know. poetic yeah. in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think Scar is the clear-cut choice here. But I want to bring light to what you said, too. Like, he's necessary. Like, there's a couple movies that we've done where, like, you, like, the villain is iconic, and I think Scar falls into this. I've been waiting to talk about this. He's kind of the same as Cruella in um, mm-hmm. 101 Dalmatians or Maleficent in uh, Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. They're, like, they're the villain of the movie, and you want to not like them, but there's just something about them. You're like, I'm kind of drawn to you. Yeah. Like, you're a cool yeah. villain. I think, like you said, Scar's a punk, but you're kind of like... Like, we need you in this yeah. movie. Like, yeah. we need that tension. So, I think that Honestly. was a good take. Yeah. Appreciate it. It's good. I think a lot of people might be able to see themselves in Scar, which mm-hmm. makes him a good villain because mm-hmm. how oftentimes do we see our, like, mm-hmm. do we want what something right. someone else has mm-hmm. and manipulate people so that we can get that thing? Yeah, yeah that's good. Mm-hmm. That's really good. Yep. Good take, Courtney. Well, You're since, welcome. <laughs> since we're on characters in general, let's just lay them all out there. Um, so, what are. What are y'all's thoughts on the characters in general? Like, um, I guess Courtney, I'll pass to you first. Um, like, what are what are some other characters that like maybe made the movie move forward for you? Like, what are some moments that characters had that you really enjoyed, or what made you like or dislike certain other characters? Um, I I don't know. I like Timon and Pumbaa. I think they're they're definitely needed i think mm-hmm. without them there's not like a whole middle of the movie mm-hmm. like simba can't move forward without them um and i think they just bring a lot of good comedic relief to the to the movie as well absolutely <laughs> i would agree true i would agree yeah mm-hmm. michelle what about you what are some characters like that you think need either recognition or something that they, they did things that stood out to you or yeah i think zarabi um at the <sighs> end of the movie when Scar like called her after 
like the, the way job. he called her and her posture. Like I was watching it when she was like walking, her head was held high, her eyes were closed, and like hyenas were like snapping at her mm. like feet and like growling at her. Didn't bother her at all. Yeah. And I was just like, man, that's a girl boss energy. She you know knows I mean? who like, she is. Like, yeah. You ain't gonna touch me. I'm the I was queen. married to the king. So yeah. Don't don't yeah. don't do anything because I will kill you. Yeah. But I love that. I thought she was really cool. And the way she she like why, she's like why why don't we have food? And the way she described mm-hmm. it, Scar was like because of you, right? Because you drove all the exactly. animals out and you let I'm the hyenas. Blame for this? Yeah, literally. Yeah. I love the way that that was great. I love that. I love yeah. that. Sarabi's so a very underrated character in this movie. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I think it's like a depiction of almost all moms. You know, like mm, when yeah. they when they lose everything, it's like whatever. You yeah. can't take anything. You can't from take me at this anything. point. Yeah, I'm a mom and I was a wife and yeah. I was a queen. Like, exactly. Yeah, I love that. Wes, what about you? What's the question like? So basically, what are some other characters that we have our favorite or least favorite? Well, uh, mm. Other characters maybe we haven't spoke about yet. What is your perspective on like characters maybe push the movie forward, um, or some other characters that you want to speak to or that you like really enjoyed watching on screen? I really love the relationship of Mufasa and what was what was his wife's name? Sarabi. Sarabi. Yeah, yeah. Sarabi. Yeah, like um, even kind of before the movie started, like when they were sleeping in. You know, it's, um, Simba what, what like was calls it? up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's not my son before the before, before the, the sun, sun sets. sets. That was beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Just, really cute. Your son needs you. Yeah, your yeah. Son. yeah. That scene is really underrated. Yeah. It really is. Yeah. It just kind of reminds you of that that practical life of like, mm-hmm. hey, you got to take the dog out, but I'm, you know, we're sleeping, sleeping in today. on Saturday morning. Like, yeah. just that, that everyday yeah, I love couple that. relationship stuff. I love like that. Like that scene a lot. That was great. Um, yeah, you guys you guys said all the same things I was thinking. I, I love Disney when they do a, a tandem um, of like the Timon and Pumbaa tandem of comedic relief that like adds that. Mm-hmm. Like the beautiful part about it is like Simba just lost his dad and we and, and then Scar makes him run through the thorns and then he sends the hyenas after him like super dark, super mm-hmm. like like very tragic, very tense. And then he's found in the desert by these two just absolute knuckleheads. <laughs> yeah. But they take him in and it's just like, it goes from like this super serious, the way and Dizzy doesn't like ease you into it. It goes from like tragedy to like, like just hilarious. straight hilarity. It's mm-hmm. just, it's beautiful. And uh, so I really love Timon and Pumbaa together a lot. And then I know we already talked about him, but Rafiki is just, I, I can't describe him any other way other than just beautiful. He's just mm-hmm. a beautiful character. Mm-hmm. The way he like carries, um, his the thought processes of Simba and the way he like guides him to his mm-hmm. um I guess the recognition of who he is it's just beautiful mm-hmm. and even just how he's always through the movie like he was the one holding Simba when yes. he was little and then he was helping him figure out who he is yes. and at the end he was there on Pride Rock mm-hmm. yes or that excitement when it was it was it um Simba's like mane got pulled a little bit and the his hair like floated all the way in the wind mm-hmm. and then Rafiki like he, found he, it. he smelled yeah. it and he grabbed it and then he yeah. like and he had the little drawing of Simba as a cub and then he breaks the fruit mm-hmm. up and he draws a mane around him yeah. and he just starts laughing because yeah. he's like he's alive yeah, yeah. And, then he, and then he dude that's man that was deep that was yeah. deep yeah that was really good um all right cool favorite scene Courtney she's not ready but I'm she's not ready pass oh she passed Ooh. you get one of those okay uh Wes favorite scene I think my one of my favorite scenes was probably when Nala finds Simba mm. oh, um yeah. it I like that scene a lot because like she I feel like she called him to his potential. Mm-hmm. He he kind of forgot like his purpose and his calling. Yeah. And she was like, you know, but you're the king, like 
we need you. You got a job to do. Yeah, yeah. we need yeah. you. Yeah. So it was kind of like a, a jump start to like his purpose mm-hmm. and really got him back on his his mission field, if you will. So I'll probably say that was one of my favorites. I love that. Yeah, when she shows up, it's really prolific. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. it is. Super good. That's Nothing like a strong woman. Girl. Yep. When she like pulls the potential out of you. When she does, yeah. That's right. Calls it in you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm happy to see you now when you come back. <laughs> <laughs> It's great. <laughs> Michelle, what about you? What's your favorite scene? Um, I have to say when the conversation between Rafiki yeah, Rafiki and Simba mm. and then when Simba like talks to Mufasa in the clouds. Mm. Um, we recently heard a sermon that was talking about like how we're called to be the image of God, like the image barriers of God. Yeah. And there's always edits you can make, like he referenced like a painting mm. when you do like a painting and you have like a real the real painting you're supposed to make yeah. and then you just keep making edits until it looks like that one yeah that's how we're supposed to be with christ and that's how i felt when he was talking to him like you're a reflection of me don't forget who you are remember who you are and yeah that really spoke to me i love yeah. that that's beautiful <laughs> back to you um okay i think i just I really love the whole Hakuna Matata scene mm-hmm. and when like um, Simba or I guess Timon and Pumbaa find Simba um, and it almost like creates this space of safety for him for a moment when he needs it and I just thought it was I don't know I think it's nice I agree with and you I like it a lot yeah I think that there's a lot of memes going around though. it's really funny it's like uh, Simba whose dad just died and then Timon and Pumbaa have you ever tried just not <laughs> worrying about it <laughs> 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 like that meme Amazing. gets me every time. Dang. But like, if you really think yeah, about it, you know you have good friends. Though. Really, yeah, for <laughs> sure. Make you laugh. Have you tried? No. The hardest times. <laughs> Literally, but it's really funny and it's kind of true. It's like tragically humorous. It's like, I mean, they're almost like, well, it happened. Let's go eat some bugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, let's not worry about it. This is great. Um, I think my favorite scene overall is I really like the Rafiki scenes a lot. But I really like the one when um, they wander, Nala and um, Simba wander into the dark area where they're not supposed to be, mm-hmm. and they run into the hyenas, and they're like kind of making fun of him, and he roars twice, and yeah. it's just him, and then that third roar, it's not him, it's Mufasa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the hyenas kind of like buck up, and Simba <laughs> doesn't realize his dad's behind him, and then Mufasa just jumps over both of the cubs mm-hmm. and just starts tearing them apart. It's like that, like... Just that, like him being like the father, like knowing Simba was missing, finding him. Mm-hmm. Simba's in real danger, and then uh, Simba's like thinks that he's strong enough, but he's not really. But then, like his dad's there. Just that yeah. whole moment of like that was a dope scene. Dope yeah. scene, man. Yeah. Like when, when Mufasa's roar comes through, you're just like, oh my gosh. I know. Yeah, yeah. It kind of gets you the first time you watch it. I love that scene a lot. Chills. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's so chills. And then my favorite, um, Rafiki has so many good ones. My favorite Rafiki scene is when he makes him look in the, in the water. Mm-hmm. I've already referenced yeah. that. I know you have to but when yeah. he just makes him look at his reflection he's like it's just me in the water and then he's like look closer mm-hmm. yeah it's so good and then in that scene sorry i meant to say this no, man, he like smacks him with the stick do you remember that and, he's like, yes. oh. <laughs> and he was like well it's in the past don't worry about it you can either learn from it or you can run from it and he like swings again and he ducks, he ducks. and he's like ha, i see yeah <laughs> you learned it's yeah. so good man rafiki is like such a prophet <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i love him so much um Okay, least favorite scene. Wes, I'll kick oh, to you first. We might all have the same answer. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we probably will. The death of Mufasa. The death sure. of Mufasa. Yeah. yeah. Michelle, you second? Uh, yeah. Courtney? I mean, I can't even watch that scene. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah. 
I second that. Or third that. I fourth it. Yeah, that scene's tough to watch. He's such a good... I know he's a lion, but I'm going to use the word person. He's such a good person. Mm -hmm. Like, he has, like, all the attributes of what you would hope a leader would have, a king would have. Like you said at the beginning, he's powerful and strong, but he's merciful and he's gracious. Gentle. and and He's just perfect. I think the worst part about that scene was seeing it from Simba's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like when yeah. it cut to him and he, like you just see him like hone in on his dad. And he's like hanging from like the tree yeah. branch. Yeah. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. It's not uh, good. I can't, I can't. Tough scene. Yeah. yeah. I agree. That is the least favorite <laughs> scene. All right. We're going to move past that really quickly. So scenes in general. So we talked about our favorites and our least favorites. What are some scenes in the movie that you think are prolific that we haven't talked about yet that we can that maybe push the movie forward? Um, one of the scenes that I want to talk about that we really haven't talked about, maybe a little bit, so I'll go first on this one. But like the opening scene, the way it sets it all up with that song, Circle of Life, all the animals are coming to see Simba born, and then it shows you, kind of sets up like there's this this lion king, and then there's his wife, and there's Simba, and then you have Rafiki, and he's introducing all the characters, and he's getting like kind of introduced to the, and even though all the animals are part of the ecosystem, and they a lot of times they're prey of the lions, they're all coming to like pay homage to this, mm-hmm. the new king, who's going to be the king one day. It's like this beautiful thing that kind of sets up the whole narrative of what the movie's going to end up being, is like, Simba as a baby, he can't even understand yet. Yeah. It's setting up like, you are the king, like you're going to be the king one day, and then you just get to, after after that scene, it goes to that funny scene with Mufasa and Sarabi mm-hmm. and Simba waking them up. And then it shows you Simba's journey of like, he's going to be the king. And then it shows you how much of a struggle it is to actually be a king. Yeah. Like that's what I thought was really cool about the opening scenes. It kind of shows, you know, him being introduced to all the other animals and stuff like that. And then showing like, you know, he's going to start as a cub and then it just kind of takes you from the beginning of his journey to the end. Um, I think that scene's kind of, I don't want to say underrated because it's like super huge, but it's like one of those scenes where it like sets the tone of the movie. Awesome song playing over the top. You know, all the the beautiful animation. Yes, all the animals is just beautiful. Um, Wes, what about you? What are some other scenes that you like really were spoken to by? Um, That was was very good. um, Good perspective. Yeah, well said. Appreciate that. One one of the scenes I really liked was, um, it was earlier in the movie as well, when Mufasa is showing all like the different parts of the land to Simba, mm. and just saying like you know this is where X Y and Z happens, this is where we don't go, you know like this is prohibited, just kind of showing him that um, like th- this is where you can rule and reign as a king and what we have authority over and mm. why you can't go here. Even yeah. the king has boundaries. Yeah, even mm. the king has boundaries. Just, just healthy, healthy rules and policies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Even, even as a king. I That's thought great. that was pretty dope. That is great. That's yeah. a great perspective. Yeah. Yeah. I always forget that line, even a king has boundaries. <laughs> yeah. So cool. But Powerful. you're the king. Yeah. 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 I, love, yeah, I love that. Boundaries are yeah. healthy. I love that. For sure. Michelle, what about you? I would say after, once Simba has like the conversation with Rafiki and he goes home, and after kind of like how, what you said, TJ, about the beginning, like how beautiful and the whole ceremony was in Pride Rock and then coming yeah. back to it and seeing how desolate it was. Mm. And like there was not even a blade of grass. Everything was yeah. dark and gray and dead. Yeah. Um, just seeing like the the drastic difference from his like Mufasa's reign to Scars and like what he did. And that so even, good. Um, when Timon, when he got there and he was like, talk about your fixer-upper. Yeah. <laughs> I never got that until I was older. And yeah. I realized, like, oh, fixer-up, that's funny. Yeah. That is so like, funny. As a kid, I went right over my head. That is so funny. <laughs> but yeah, I would say that. Yeah, I love that. 
yeah, the, the contrast and the, and the, um, the drastic difference was, it was, uh, well done by oh, them doing it. The way they animated they, they took all the color out of it. Yeah. It was yeah. almost, almost black and white yeah. with like blues. Yeah. 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 It was cool. Courtney. Um, I just ditto. Um, I was going to say the same thing. Cause it's like, you have a very accurate depiction of like what is fruitful when you have a healthy mm-hmm. leader and what is unfruitful when you have an unhealthy leader right. and like, kind of like seeing like I don't know, the drastic change and the contrast and stuff like that really, Yeah, I don't know, spoke to me. Yeah, mm. that's good. Uh, one other thing I thought about, um, a scene that I think that other people might not notice or think is funny, but I, I crack up every time, is when uh, Zazu is singing, um, nobody knows no, the trouble I've gosh, seen. It's cars like, Zazu, <laughs> sing something like better. And he's like, I've got the lovely bunch of coconuts. Yeah. Diddly D, there they are. It's cars like wagging his finger and like singing with them. And then, and then, and then Zazu's like, I never would have to do this with yes. Mufasa was here. And then, <laughs> what? Yeah, that whole scene, yeah. I cracks me up. Yeah. <laughs> Or like the scene when the hyenas are like, ooh, I can't even say his name. Say it. Right. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> say it again. Say it again. <laughs> that was funny. So funny. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just, it's just, the little moments like that in movies like this are just so, they're so, they're so uh, funny and powerful and they carry so much weight. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Right, this is a big one. A lot of our movies we can't ask this question on because they have like soundtracks. But they don't really have like actual like, or they have scores and not have actual soundtracks. So mm-hmm. this one um, we'll get to have some fun with. Uh, Courtney, I'll go to you first. What's your favorite song? What are you coming to me? I've literally <laughs> gone back and forth. Let me in fair. Okay, I really like. I just really, honestly, even though I'm not a huge fan of the movie, I really like the soundtrack. That's yeah, beautiful. I love all these it's songs. Fantastic. But I think. <laughs> My favorite is probably I Just Can't Wait to Be King. It's mm. a good one. It's a good one. I think you just took Wes's. Yeah. That's okay. We've got the same answer. So, Wes, what's your favorite song? <laughs> <laughs> I am currently pulling up the soundtrack. It's def- I definitely like I Just Can't Wait to Be King. What else? Dang. I'm, I have no Wi-Fi connection. Oh, oh. She's got it. She's got it. Courtney's got it on her trusty, dusty laptop. I think I'm gonna go with Circle of Life then. I like that. That's a good one. I love how like even like the picture I see with like all the animals at the water hole and stuff. It's like like we we figure out a way for all the animals to get along. Like I think that's so beautiful. Like in the food chain, even yeah. how you were saying like they they pay homage to you know the future king. I just think that's beautiful. Like all the animals, like putting their differences aside and yeah, coming together for for this one you know thing. I think that's really really beautiful in a way. Yeah, and to speak to that really quick before we before we move to Michelle answering the question, I think it's so cool the way Mufasa described it. He's like, but we eat the antelope. Simba mm-hmm. says to him, and he's like, yeah, but then we die and we compose, and then the antelope eat the grass. Yeah, and he, he like Mufasa, yeah, we become the grass deep. exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, the way he like describes just like, yeah, yeah, so simple yet so like profound. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Mufasa for president. Yeah, <laughs> literally. literally. <laughs> Michelle, what about you? What's your favorite song? I would say, uh, Can You Feel the Love Tonight? That's so good. I am a sucker for like Elton a love. Elton John, right? Yeah. yeah, I think I think he has a version. Yeah. He does have a version. He may have written the song. I think Beyonce has a version, too. Well, that's from the live action. The live, live action. action, okay. Mm-hmm. Who sang in the movie? 
I don't know. I was going to say, I think it was. I think it was Elton John. Yeah. Yeah. It was beautiful though. That song is beautiful. It is. Yeah. It's really, really good. Yeah. My favorite song is, um, I'm actually going to echo. I really liked. No, I'm good. It's it's Circle of Life. I love that song. Yeah. I freaking love that song. Um, It's, it's just so prolific and so profound. Um, but like they're all the songs are really good. Like I love Hakuna Matata. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Can You Feel the Love Tonight. I love um, Just Can't Wait to Be King. Like we never skip that when we're like, on our we do a Disney playlist when we're mm-hmm. driving on a Disney. We can never skip Can't Wait to Be King. It's yeah, so no. freaking good. Like him, him and Zazu's back and forth is yeah. so funny is as they're singing it. It's really and I just love that there's so much like excitement in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I be a mighty king here, but yeah, I go. loved the gift. The the album for the live action. Yeah. That one was so good. We haven't seen the live action. Huh? We haven't seen the live action. Oh, really? No. I've seen like 15 minutes of it and I turned it off. So be, in my opinion, the soundtrack is way better. Okay. Yeah, yeah, actual way movie. better. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. So I've heard the soundtrack's good. So let me ask you all this. Did, did you guys enjoy it? Because we, it's one of those movies where we heard uh, mixed reviews about Lightyear, mm-hmm. right? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we watched yeah. Lightyear and we actually enjoyed it. So the same thing with me with Lion King. Like, I've heard mixed reviews about it, so I've never like, ta- we haven't tackled it yet. Yeah. But like, what are y'all's thoughts on the live action one? Not a fan. Not a fan? Not a fan. Mm-hmm. Okay. It feels like National Geographic okay. like singing karaoke. Like, okay. it's just really weird. Oof. Like, yeah. Oof. It didn't translate realistic. well. It didn't translate well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the soundtrack was fire. Okay, cool. <laughs> that's good to know. Maybe we have to watch this for the soundtrack. Because that's the thing about this movie. It was made in 1994. This one. Mm-hmm. But the animation's gorgeous. Yeah, I it know. It is. And then to try to, like, replicate that yeah. and yeah. then not get it right. Right. It's just so sad. It's almost like yeah. you're missing the vibrant colors. Yes. When you watch the live action, it's just kind of like, yeah. yeah, everything's just kind of... Man. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that. HD. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. I feel that. This movie has a killer soundtrack, though. I I really, really enjoy it. Um, It's one of those soundtracks where, like, some movies you watch them and the soundtrack's great within the context of the movie, but you don't want to listen to it in the car. But I love Lion King soundtrack. You can literally listen to it on the way to work. It's so Mm -hmm. freaking good. Um, This is a fun question. Um, I always love when you do this one. Is this movie under or overrated? Uh, Michelle, I'll go with you first. it's just right. I don't think it's underrated because I feel like it's a classic. It's it one that like yeah. came out of the vault, you know? Like, yeah. Um, but at the same time, I think it lives up to the hype, mm. but not overhyped. Mm. Does that make sense? I feel like the live action was overhyped and that was mm-hmm. unnecessary. Yes. But the cartoon was perfect. <laughs> yeah. In my opinion. I agree. Wes, what about you? I would agree wholeheartedly with that. Like, I think it's a great movie and... I think there's a reason why they, like you can watch it in Broadway, you know, mm. because it's like such a great story. Yeah. And, and, and it just, every generation will watch it and enjoy it. I agree with that. Yeah. I agree with that. Courtney? I agree. I think, well, first, Rotten Tomatoes She always gives, pulls up the actual. I do. <laughs> <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes gives this movie a 93%, which I feel like is really high. Fair. And, I think but it's also fair. fair. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it's like a high rating for movies in general, but I think it's like a fair rating. And even though this movie isn't like my favorite, that doesn't mean that I don't think it's a good movie. I think it's, I think the storytelling is great. I think the animation is great. I think the soundtrack and everything, the characters are great. Um, and I think it, I don't know. It's very, it's, I don't know. It's very adequate. It's very... Yeah. It sits well on the scale. I agree with you. I think this movie sits for you kind of similar to the way Frozen does for me. Like, if you... Frozen's not a movie that I want to watch over and over again. Mm -hmm. But the thing is, if you ask me to, like, break down Frozen, DJ, I'll... 
when I break it down, it's a good movie. It's got a good yeah. soundtrack. It's animated beautifully. The story's great. Mm-hmm. Voice casted beautifully. For whatever reason, it just doesn't hit for me. I think Lion King's like kind of like that for Courtney. Yeah. Um, I agree with all three of you. I think it's adequately rated. I think that it's still, and I always like to take this into consideration. When you go to the parks, it's still very, oh, very yeah. heavily influenced, which I love. Yeah. Like going to Animal Kingdom, the Tree of yeah. Life there. I love oh my it gosh, so it's much. So it's beautiful. Yeah, it I love that so much. I think this movie um, has stood the test of time. Mm. Well, uh, next year, this movie will be 20 years old. I think it's 30. 30 years old. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Good God. Help Anything me, that you can watch 30 years later and it still be good. It's I mean, dead. I feel like it's yeah. still a book. Yeah. 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 A plus I, in my opinion. Especially yeah. animated movie. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. And it doesn't even look old. It doesn't even no. look old. Yeah. No, it doesn't even look old. I, I love that about this movie. I'd say adequately rated. Um, okay, this is the this is the question that is a favorite for me for this movie. Um, what's a theme from the movie to apply to your everyday life? Um, Courtney. <laughs> okay. Not prepared for this one. I've been thinking about this one all day. I knew you were. I could tell by the look on your face. <laughs> Um, I think just the message of like Scar being related to Mufasa and Simba, but like him not actually acting like a family member, I feel like can teach people a lot. Like just because someone's your family does not mean they have your best interest at heart. True. Does not mean that they are good people. Does not mean that they are good to be around. Um, I think just for me in my life, like I've experienced a lot of family members that, um, not anyone in like my immediate family, but mm-hmm. kind of extended family, like that just haven't always treat me, treated me the best or, um, I don't know, not had my best interest at heart and yeah. just kind of were not great people for me to be around. And I think like understanding that just because someone is blood doesn't make them good. Mm. True. That's good. Yeah. That's a solid so I just, take. I don't know. Snaps. <laughs> That's yeah. good. Yeah, I, I feel like sometimes that like people, I've see so, I see it all the time. Like even working in banking, like I, I, there's a couple of times that I've had to save people from fraud from family members because they'll come and be like, oh, this is fine. Like my son's doing this or my brother's doing this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is not in your best interest. They're like, no, but they're like, it's like my son. I'm like, you don't understand what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. This is not in your best interest. Don't let them do this. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that so many times people, um, just because they're family, they take advantage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh, Scar taking advantage of his like proximity yeah. to royalty. Oh, man. Preach a sermon on yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's jacked up. That is jacked up. Wes, what about you? What's the theme that you could take away from this that you think our listeners could benefit from? Um, probably remembering who you are, um, mm-hmm. going back to that scene, um, just regardless of like, you know, life knocking the wind out of you. Yeah. Um, you know, if we go through crap, life gets hard, but just remembering who you are in those times is, is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. Knowing that yeah. potential inside of you. Yeah. 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 Michelle? Um, I would piggyback off of that and say, um, like, even after years had passed and Nala found Simba, um, like, he was still the same, like, he still had access to the same kingdom, but Mm -hmm. he just didn't, you know, like, take advantage of it. But it had been years and years and years later. Um, I feel like this day and age, if you don't do something by the time you're 25, (laughs) you feel like you're behind. (laughs) So true. And so I just remind myself all the time, like, I'm on my own timeline. It doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not behind. I'm not, um, you know, 
Um, right on time. Right yeah. on time. That's I, good. I love that. TD Jakes has this like small clip that I found on Instagram recently, and it's from like literally like probably the eighties. Um, but somebody like put it on Instagram, like they recorded it. He talks about um, his ministry, and like at, at this point in his ministry, he's like he had grown to a point where he was in a huge church, and he was on TBN and all that. But he said um, he was basically telling the congregation, like I spent years on the backside of the desert, like. It, 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 and T.D. didn't really get notoriety until he was older. Mm-hmm. And um, so he was basically was telling his congregation, like, hey, it took, I had to work hard to get here. And, and there was years that I spent, you know, toiling. And, you know, I, I had I had to really work hard to get to where I'm at. And then I also think of people like Steve Carell, who, um, as an actor, didn't even make it until he was, yeah. like, 46 years old. Mm-hmm. And, like, he was, like, poor and broke mm-hmm. and, like doing small acting gigs you know and that kind of thing so yeah it, it definitely takes time and, and and we're on nobody else's timeline but our yeah. own mm-hmm. and you know um my big takeaway for this movie is um this is gonna sound really cliche but it's okay i just look at mufasa and i just want to be like that like yeah. as a leader like i really just see like i really look up to that character he's an animated lion but like i look <laughs> up to him like i really do like i like we talked about his attributes and like i want to be that as a yeah. leader and as a person like i want to mm-hmm. and you know, when we have kids one day like as a father like mm-hmm. i want to be i want to be strong and stern but gentle and merciful mm-hmm. yeah. but also playful, playful. <laughs> right but like if someone like if hyenas come after my kids i'm ready to roar like yeah. you know that whole mm-hmm. thing that he's just mm-hmm. like they made this perfect character. Like, honestly, when you really think about it, he's kind of the best character of the movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's so, yeah. like, I, I know Simba's the main character, but, like, Mufasa's just, like, ah. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I took away from, like, the actual, like, the, the Disney, like, created this character as, like, a perfect leader. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't know. Like, leaders could learn a lot from watching Lion King. For sure. For sure. Yeah. And just, I like, think about, like, little Simba. And how even in that song, Just Can't Wait to Be King, mm-hmm. like he was just like, yeah, I just can't wait to boss everybody around and yeah. do whatever I want. And just like it takes time to develop yeah. what you need as yeah. a leader and yeah. what it is that you think you should do and yeah. pretty much do the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Until you're like mature enough it's to know so the true. difference and discern yeah. the difference. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's so good. That's so true. One other thing I want to bring to, to the table about this um, is like you have like the the bright and vibrance of like Mufasa's reign, and then you have the darkness of um, of Scar's reign, and then you have Simba taking back over, and the rain comes back, and mm-hmm. then everything gets watered, and then like they him and Nala have a kid, and then it's like like the the greenery comes back, right. all the and animals like are back. yeah yeah everybody all the animals come back. Yeah, it's like it's like it's beautiful, and I just think about like what. I guess I'll just speak to our listeners and to us here at the table. Like, what are we sometimes running from that we need to return to mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. needs our attention? Like, callings that we have, that maybe passions that we have. Like, right. maybe it's like maybe you're a singer, or maybe you're a songwriter, or maybe you're like an artist, or maybe you know you're running from a certain thing that you really enjoy because you don't think you can do it because of X, Y, and Z. Like, what are we running from and refusing to do that we really feel like we're called to do that we don't do that we could, if we step back into, maybe we can make an impact. Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's what it really got got from Simba's return. It's like he he took on a lot of responsibility. He was living a carefree life, like out in the oasis, like mm-hmm. eating bugs and swimming and like, mm-hmm. but people needed him and he had a bigger calling than that and so him choosing to return and walk in what he was supposed to be um brought life to others right and so that was a big takeaway for me too is like what am i doing that i should do differently that won't just bring life to me but bring life to other people yeah yeah Yeah. why are you eating sorry why are you eating bugs when you can roll a kingdom Mm -hmm. so true true. (laughs) or you can eat antelope yeah (laughs) right yeah (laughs) but also i would say uh with what you said tj 
you said. <laughs> I just lost what you said. So he, <laughs> you're good. Help me out. I got you. So he returns to the kingdom. So he's basically. Um, oh, I remember. Yeah, okay. go. Go. <laughs> um, when you said, like, what do you need to return back to? I thought oh, yes. of, like, um, the only reason he ran was because of the environment and the people that scared him. Not the actual responsibility of being a king. It was just Scar and the hyenas and the fear of like them killing him or devouring him. And I think that that's yeah. sometimes what people run from is not the responsibility or not the actual thing that you're called to do, but just what people will say about you or what the environment will do to you. Or the fear and the pain yeah. of what happened. Also, that just jogged my memory. When you really think about it, Scar convinced Simba that it was his fault. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He killed Mufasa and then convinced Simba that it was his fault. Yeah. And then sent him into exile. Yeah. yeah. What a little punk. <laughs> yeah. Straight yeah. Oh yeah. Gaslighting for days, man. No, that that's good, Michelle. That's really really good. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So if you're listening to this and you you've been running from something and you, you've been wrestling with you know whether or not to start something you used to do again or your your passions have kind of flared out. I don't know. Pick it's up the paintbrush. Kind of return. Child. Yeah. <laughs> Come home, child. Remember <laughs> who you are. Write the book. Yes. <laughs> All right, cool. Um, this is always a really, really fun question. So we'll ask it in two parts. So whenever you guys watch movies, we, we, uh, we always ask this question. Um, it's a really interesting one. Whenever you watch movies, if you're at home, what's your favorite movie, drink, or snack? If, if you're at home. It's like it's raining outside, Saturday, you have nothing to do. You're like, you know what? I'm going to put Lion King on. We're going to watch this. Ace is getting on the couch. We're gonna just chill. <laughs> what are you? What are you serving up? What's going on? Chinese food and ice cream. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. What flavor ice cream? I like Talenti. Have you ever had the um, gelato? Yeah. It's the caramel cookie crunch. Oh, Ooh, that one's so mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. So good. I would probably say because at the movies we're like big popcorn, gummy worm, Sprite. But at home, I'd probably say ice cream. Not ice cream. Chinese food and cookies. Chinese food and this cookies. Yeah. Not, I don't really what, care about ice cream like cookie? that. Oatmeal raisin. Mm, I love oatmeal cookies so man. much. No, I love it. I love oatmeal <laughs> cookies. I love oatmeal in general. Same. So um, you already answered my second question, but I love that you said it. So then it's the movie theater. So if you're going to go see a movie in the movie theater, you guys like popcorn? Yes. Mm-hmm. Layer popcorn. butter. I like the salty sweet, so I'll get like Reese's sticks or something chocolatey mm. and eat it like with the popcorn. I love that. Mm-hmm. I lo- always a water because I get migraines. <laughs> yeah. Soda's not good for migraines at all. That sugar <laughs> content's terrible. Yeah. Um, we are gummy snacks people for sure. Mm-hmm. We love gummy snacks. Uh, gummy Same. worms, gummy bears, sour yes. gummy worms. Um, I recently, this is going to sound terrible. I recently started falling in love with popcorn again. I used to love popcorn when I was younger. And then for like some, like from like 21 to like 30, I just like have three weeks ago. Yeah. I literally just started like popcorn <laughs> again. Really? Yeah. It's the weirdest thing, but I actually like it now. Is I, it because you ate too much of it? Maybe. Mm. You know, what's funny though. I started eating health, like a lot healthier recently. And, um, whenever you get popcorn, it's always like super buttery. Yeah. But like when we, I never realized like you can make it home. Um, without butter and then you can add salt to it if you want to or pepper to it if you want to or all these things so like a little bit of oil yeah exactly yeah. and so uh, I actually really like popcorn I just never liked like, the movie theater whenever I would go uh, whatever we get it we'd always get like, me and my friends would get a share mm-hmm. and they'd always get like a bucket of popcorn and they'd ask for extra butter and like yeah. it's just I love it. yeah I know you do <laughs> you know what I really like on mine 
Popcorn in a bowl, like salt, maybe some olive oil, and then Parmesan cheese. Mm, huh. It's so, so good. freaking good. Never had that before. Try. try that. I could eat um, like a pound of gummy worms. I <laughs> love gummy worms. <laughs> Literally. Like if I, I can't even eat, I can't even take one bite. Like, cause I'm trying, I'm really trying to eat sugar, but like yeah. if I eat one gummy worm, I eat the whole bag. Like they're <laughs> yeah. so freaking they're good. So good. Yeah. Gummy snacks are like my favorite. I love yeah. gummy snacks. That's super good. I can um, relate. I think I think movie snacks say a lot about um, a lot about people, and you guys have great taste. Movie snacks. Thank you. Oh shucks. Oh shucks. Do you have any other thoughts about the movie? What'd you say? Do you have any other thoughts about the movie? Like closing thoughts? Not really. I feel like we touched on like the entire movie. We did. We did. We did. No, it's just a great one. It is a great one. Yeah, it's yeah. a great one. If you haven't seen it. Go go watch it. Seriously, you haven't seen the classic. I don't yeah. know what you. I don't know how to help you. Yeah. I mean, maybe you were born, you know, a couple years ago, maybe. <laughs> After, like, sorry for all the spo- sorry for all the spoilers. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> but also, if you Hopefully haven't seen it, I mean, you don't want to go see it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure, exactly, exactly. Get your favorite movie snack. Go put yeah. it on. Exactly. <laughs> well, before we close out, uh, Courtney, why don't you tell our listeners um, what we got going on next month? Okay. Whoop whoop. Whoop whoop. <laughs> Um, next week we are doing Mars Needs Moms. Yeah, I'm super excited. I actually picked this movie too, so we're just continuing my birthday month into September. Yeah, never heard of this movie until today, so it's going to be fun. (laughs) And then after that, we're going to do Iron Man. Which I'm really excited about. Like, so excited. Iron Man's like my favorite. It's our first Marvel movie. We're finally tackling Marvel, so. Iron Man is my favorite superhero. Okay. Yeah, she loves Iron Man. And then we are going, after Iron Man, we're going to have like a bye week. Skip a week. Because we're going on Disney cruise. Yes. Woo, it's going to be fun. It's a Halloween cruise. I'm really excited. She is very excited. I think we're going to buy, can I tell the people? Sure. We're gonna buy onesies and we're gonna be Mike and Sully. Oh yes, we are. <laughs> it's it. a Halloween party. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna. Be Mike and we and get to trick or treat on the boat. What? Yeah. Yeah. That's dope. Yeah, it's so I'm fun. really excited. Oh I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So okay. excited. But after our vacay, we're gonna come back and do Kim Possible. Yeah. The animated. The an- the old animated one. Old animated. Yeah. Just learn there's live action. We're yes. not doing that. Animated. Well, we will do the live action eventually, but not this time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. Lovely. Guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks for, for sure. Thank you. Uh, of yeah. course. Can't wait to have you guys back on some other episodes. It's going to be super Absolutely. fun. Absolutely. First of many. Yes. Yes. All right, Courtney, why don't you tell our listeners where they can find us at? Well, I'm really bad at social media these days. You but are. <laughs> <laughs> you can follow us on Instagram for the podcast things at Wishpon Sparks Podcast or Wishpon Sparks for Life Things. Maybe I'll post one of these days. Yes. And if you want to send us suggestions or... If you want to contact us, not via Instagram, you can email us at wishponasparks at gmail.com. Yes. Thanks so much for listening. Wes Michelle, you guys are beautiful people, even greater yes. friends. So Thank you guys. for being Thank a part. Yes. Love you guys. Have a happy, magical Monday and whatever day of the week it is that you're listening to this. And we can't wait to see you next week for... Mars Needs Moms. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, friends. Bye.